0: What's going on guys? Welcome back to the My Three Cents podcast. I hope you guys are having an awesome day so far. I am so excited to be here with you and today we're gonna have a really fun conversation and I've kind of like in my head titled this conversation with you guys Muscles and mamahood. Even though I feel like that really gives a false premise of what my intention is to share with you guys today. Because I feel like hearing that, that would be like my fitness journey as a mom and what I do, right? Which, can we have an episode about that? Yeah. To be quite honest, it's always changing and That's not what we're here to talk about today. I feel like that's what that name implies though, right? Or it implies like, oh my gosh, I'm so strong now because I have big muscles. And I'm also a mom that like carrying my car seat is no big thing. And I never get out of breath whenever I'm carrying my kid. That's also not what we're going to talk about today, right? And also I'll say my kid is super heavy. I, no matter what shape I'm in, I think that my kid is always going to feel heavy. Maybe it's because I carry him almost 24-7. That kid, I feel like if he could, he would crawl back inside of my womb. Um, Regardless, I love to carry him. He's constantly challenging my muscles, though. Let it be known. Either way, what I really want to chat with you guys about today is like what I'm calling like secret benefits or like sneaky benefits. Things that I gained from my fitness journey and being on my fitness journey for as many years as I have been the long walk that I've done in that way before becoming a mom and the gifts other than fat loss, other than muscle gain that I gained through living my fitness journey that now get to help me in motherhood. Does that make sense? Like the things that are almost like sneaky benefits of just taking care of yourself that now get to help me as a mom. That's what I really want to talk to you guys about today because I feel like this conversation is not talked about enough I feel like everybody says that like not any conversation is talked about enough but the thing is I feel like this isn't talked about enough because not enough women are experiencing it and that's actually why we need to talk about it more to help bring more awareness and perspective of like what truly can happen deeper than the muscles and the fat loss and all the things Because whenever I talk about working with us and our coaching program and working as a client inside of LF, and we talk about how it's deeper than the scale, it's deeper. We do things deeper. We do life together. It's deeper than just the surface level. These are the kind of things that our clients regularly experience. And it's almost hard to put it into words. But we're just gonna dive right in together. And this will become really, really clear what we're talking about as this episode unfolds. But one thing that I gained from being in my fitness journey really that is so helpful as a mom is getting a lot of reps under my belt in the world of setting boundaries and setting boundaries again like being really really firm in my boundaries as a mom this looks like no means no this looks like that's my kids nap time I'm not able to come over that means no you can't hold my baby Stranger, that means mm, I said not right now, right? As a new mom, I think that setting boundaries is hard. Telling your family, "Hey, we actually don't want anybody to come to the hospital and visit. We kind of just want a minute to acclimate. We don't know how soon we're gonna want to start having visitors, or whenever you guys come over and meet the baby, we actually want you guys to wash your hands, take off your shoes, and I you know wear a mask. That's what's gonna make us feel comfortable. Sometimes setting those boundaries can be really." really uncomfortable. I will tell you as a new mom, those boundaries felt uncomfortable at times. But I will tell you what, I'm a hundred times better at setting those boundaries now than I would have been prior to my fitness journey. A big thing that my fitness journey taught me to do By proxy of just going to the gym and working out, I believe that the weight room teaches you so much more than just pick up something heavy and put it back down. It is such a transformative experience. It's such an internal experience if you allow it to be, right? But I was a chronic people pleaser for so much of my life. Now, some of this was taught. Some of this was learned. A lot of this was deeply reinforced in my high school and college years when I was nannying and whenever I was waitressing. Because literally, I would not be able to pay for anything, not be able to pay a bill, not be able to make ends meet, if my customers did not like me. I had to be well-liked. I had to bend over backwards. That was the job. I was only safe. I only had a home to live in. I only had gas in my car and food on my table if I made other people happy, if they were pleased. See where I'm going with this? Same thing with nannying. They just didn't like my personality, didn't like how I handled something, didn't like, whatever. They could fire me literally for whatever reason. I wasn't hired by a corporation. I was hired by a family, right? So that was reinforced regularly. I think the opposite of people-pleasing is boundary setting, right? Anybody who sets a boundary knows that when we set a boundary, we set a boundary for ourselves to benefit, right? We know that when we benefit, everyone around us benefits. That is true. And also, when we're people-pleasing, we're doormats. We are wishy-washy. We are, oh yeah, that's fine. And I still do believe that there's a time and place to be a go-with-the-flow individual in motherhood and in life. I believe that deeply. However, boundaries and people-pleasing are, are so opposite. They're, they're not of the same wavelength. They're not the same energy. One thing that my fitness journey taught me to do was set boundaries, hey, I actually can't, I'm going to the gym. Or hey, I'm, I'm actually gonna have to leave early, I have this prior commitment. Or okay, I'll be right there, but I have to go and do this first. Or oh my gosh, I know you made that potato salad with all of the love, I'll taste it, but I have nutritional goals to hit and I brought my own food. I appreciate it so much though, You're, I, I appreciate it. Boundaries have to be set and set and set again in a successful fitness journey. I've been very successful, that means I've had to set a lot of boundaries. In mom life, it is no different. Being a wife, it is no different, right? Being a dog mom, y'all can relate too. I set boundaries in every corner of my life. Every day I get better at it. It's a constantly evolving process. One thing I didn't know I was going to benefit from in my life so deeply that came to me, I started being able to practice it more in my fitness journey, was boundaries. Love it. 10 out of 10 recommend. Now, the second thing is communication, Communication. I will tell you what. If you ask any married couple what they're currently working on in their relationship, I would think that a hundred out of a hundred would say communication. What can you do better? Communication. That's our marriage too. We're actually having our four-year wedding anniversary this week. Would love to have Lance on an episode just so we can chat about whatever. Maybe it's a couples Q and A. Maybe it's just like us doing something random. I don't freaking know. I just love him and I want. I don't know. I I think selfishly, I also just want a record of us hanging out together on a podcast. So if you're interested in that, let me know if you have ideas of stuff that you think would be cool to, to have us do together. Let me know. I think that regardless, communication is one of the most pivotal skills we need in our human experience here on this earth. We have to be able to talk to other people in our motherhood world, right in the mamahood spectrum. We're constantly trying to communicate with our little ones, teaching them to communicate with us, understanding that they're mirroring and mimicking and miming and copying every single thing that we do, right? Communication in my head also goes hand in hand with boundaries because man alive, how we set a boundary and how we communicate can either be really well received or not. And it doesn't always have anything to do with what was said or what boundary was set, but it's also how we say it. Communication is so vital through my entrepreneurial walk, through being a CEO, through having my own nutrition coaching company for upside about three years, three and some years. Also being on my fitness journey for a long time, constantly having to, you know, communicate about my goals and my life and my emotions and my body and my mental health, and my physical health with coaches, with friends, to people who are curious. And and deeper on every level than that. Our communication is something that gets deeply improved whenever we allow someone to be fully let into who we are on every side. I will tell you what, I've learned a lot about communication in this year, in this last calendar year, by number one, growing my team, growing LF, growing our coaching team, and also receiving mentorship from my mentor. I've learned a lot about communication. I have a lot of really cool things I've learned about communication along the way. I will tell you though, a lot of the things that I love that if you are wanting to like expand your communication and you're like, yep, I see that that's a place where I can improve. It's hard for me to communicate my feelings. I'm constantly on defense or like, I'm always meaning well by the things that I say yet they're constantly not received well. I would highly recommend y'all to pick up the book called Nonviolent Communication, NVC. This is a fan favorite book in between Michaela and myself. This is a great book. This would be great to get on Audible or audiobook. This is a great, great, great book. It's like sub 20 bucks on Amazon. That book will change your life. Parents, you need to read this book. It's so powerful because, oh my gosh, I, I honestly don't think I can put it into words. We're going to cap communication there because that could go for a long time. Two things so far that have totally just changed my life that I, le- that I learned through my fitness journey that I didn't have any intention of learning. Boundaries, communication. Third thing is regulation. Now, depending where you're at in your personal development journey, you may be super familiar with this term. You may also have never heard this term before. In short, staying regulated is the ability to stay neutral or not emotional, to continue to think logically and to be balanced whenever there's hard stuff going on, whenever things aren't going your way, when there might be chaos around you, Or whenever your body's physically in fight or flight, whenever your heart beats fast and you feel a little bit like shallow breath, you're like a little bit, you know, dysregulated, right? Regulation and dysregulation are like the positive and the inverse. Being able to be regulated is to be able to be calm, cool, and collected no matter what comes your way. I will tell you what, mamas, if you are listening to this, you know right now and I know right now this is a skill everybody needs to work on right? Your kids probably need to work on this too. If you have a kid that's two, three, four, five years old, maybe older, maybe you have teenagers listening to this. We all know that being able to be calm, cool, collected, professional, and a leader in our home, whenever things are not going the way that we hope, when things are not going the way that we plan, I feel like so often, that's so much easier said than done, right? I feel like so often I find that like anything that can happen will happen anything that Leo could spill he will spill it anything that could be you know a hazard he's gonna find it anything that could hurt him he's gonna find and he's gonna try to injure himself on it he is going to be like if it can happen it will happen in the flesh and I love him all the same however I have to also practice in parenting often. Now that my kid is mobile, he'll be walking anytime here. He's walking while he holds along to the couch and walks while he like holds onto the dresser. Okay, he's, he's mobile and he's only gonna get more so. I have to practice staying regulated, not raising my voice, staying calm and being patient. Whenever he is constantly getting into things that he shouldn't, whenever he's constantly toppling over, bonking his head, laying on the ground, you know, being the literal drama And I have to pick them up and say, it's okay. I promise it's all right, right? Or whenever he is learning, you know, how to put his fingers in my nose, fingers in my ears, fingers in my mouth and trying to scratch and pick off my permanent retainer glued to the back of my teeth. Motherhood is freaking weird, okay? My ability to be regulated whenever stuff like that is happening is constantly tested. Being able to even know what regulation is and being able to practice that is something that all came to me by proxy of my fitness journey. We all, as a human society and population, regulation is one of the best skills you can have. Be able to be calm, cool, and collected no matter what comes your way. It is much easier said than done. So that then marks three of four things that I wanted to share with you guys today. Three of four things. Boundaries, communication, regulation. The last part of this that I want to share with you guys, a thing that I gained through my health and fitness journey that has actually made me the mom that I want to be, in a version of the mom that I hope to be. I hope I am always growing and evolving and always getting better and and up-leveling on my mom journey and my mom skills every day. But one thing that I believe so deeply that we need in motherhood is the ability to do hard things to not back down, to MFA, to move forward anyways, to just do the hard things, right? Because the show must go on. We have to move forward. We have to do the hard things. And for me, I learned this skill growing up a lot. I did a lot of sports. I was one of those kids. I wasn't like a softball girl or like a dance girl. I didn't just do one thing. I did a lot of things growing up. I tried a lot of things. I would do multiple things at a time. My parents truly, I was so grateful that they saw the importance of us just trying things out on our own, giving us the opportunity to, you know, grow and to fail and to try new things constantly. So I tried a lot of things. I learned these skills first and foremost through swim team. I was on a swim team growing up. That was hard work. I learned to do the hard thing in swim team. Swimming is exhausting. It is exhausting on a whole another level. Also learned this through track in high school. Man, no matter how long you're running, your coaches have a way of making a workout that absolutely makes you want to vomit no matter how good you are, no matter how conditioned you are, no matter how in shape you are. Truly, oof, some of the coaching I received in track was some of the best of my life. And also those workouts, some of the hardest workouts I've ever done. Some of the hardest workouts I've ever done. I learned these skills a lot through horses, dealing with big animals, doing a lot of manual labor growing up. I was a horse girl growing up. I love being a horse girl. I will be a horse girl again. I want my kids to be around large animals. I think it's a wonderful thing to be able to do. It's an amazing privilege and it is so fun. And also, it's really physically taxing, especially growing up. I was a little shrimp of a kid. I was a small fry, okay? Okay. My mom always talks about how whenever I was like seven, eight years old, I was still in size four I was in like a children's four whenever I was like double that age growing up. I was really, really little. I've always been really petite in height. Not always petite in all the other things, but I, I'm currently like 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, in my head, I know I'm probably like 5'2", but I always count with shoes on because I would like to be a smidge taller, right? It's like if a guy tells you their, their height, you have to like subtract one. And the same with girls, right? Same with short girls. I'm going to tell you five, three, five four, I'm really going to be like 5'2". But I digress. I started learning those skills when I was growing up in different ways of like doing the hard thing. Now, my fitness journey, that was the main, the main skill that I learned, the main thing that was really pounded into me every single day of what you are doing is purposeful. It's not always going to be convenient. It is going to be challenging and it will change you for the better But things like picking up heavy weight every single day. I trained like a bodybuilder for about the first five or six years of my fitness journey. I still largely do that in part. That is the majority of my training still. And also, it is very physically and mentally challenging. It is more of a mental game than anything. It is hard to have your body constantly be recovering from really being pushed to its limit every day that is hard okay additionally it's always going to be hard or challenging and inconvenient right to hit nutrition protocols every single day no matter what no matter where no matter when no matter if you're traveling or at the amusement park or if it's a birthday or whatever it's hard to do that right It's amazing to have flexibility. The first five, six years of my fitness journey, I didn't really have flexibility. It was, I'm hitting my protocols to the T. If you ever wonder how I was able to make such massive gains and changes in my physique, going through a lot of my fitness journey, I will gladly pull up my old spreadsheets of how I would track macros. I would hit my macros to the zero every single day for six, eight, nine months on end, not have an untracked meal, not have a cheat day, not do anything without explicit bandwidth for so I was becoming a professional at doing the challenging things I was becoming a professional at that and in a way I think that that is one of the most beautiful gifts that we get to learn as a mom because first and foremost we are mirrors to our children we have to go first we go first if we want our kids to persevere kids to persevere through the hard homework kids to do the things that are a little bit scary kids to do the things we have to do them first moms that's the way this This goes. That is the way. And I know I want Leo to persevere. I know I want him to be a hard worker. I know I want him to be someone who's not scared of doing challenging work. That's not scared of not being able to. I want him to do the things. So that means that I model that for him. Also, I think in motherhood, it is constantly doing the hard things. We want to just name out sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation is hard. It is hard. Objectively, I don't care who you are. A client of ours told me, About, I don't know, a couple weeks ago now. She said, sleep is overrated. And you know what? I love sleep and I totally see her point. (laughs) I totally see it. Sleep deprivation is hard. What about whenever your baby is literally inconsolable? inconsolable, up screaming, no matter how well you know your baby, no matter how much time you're around them, no matter how bonded you are, at some point or another, you're going to have a kid. You're going to have a night. You're going to have a day where they are up two, three, four hours. You can't get them calmed down. You can't get them to sleep. You're at your wit's end. That's a hard thing. No matter how we learn these skills, right, of boundaries, communication, being able to stay cool as a cucumber, be regulated, no matter what, stay neutral, no matter how where we learn this and doing the hard things. These are skills that absolutely help us in our life. These are all things that I'm not the only one that's gaining this from working on my body, from eating protein, having some vegetables and drinking water, going to the gym. I'm not the only one experiencing this. I might just be the first conversation or the first person you've heard talk about this. But here's the thing. When I so regularly tell you that the women in our program are experiencing like total overhaul life change and that truly you don't even understand how amazing, how amazing and how incredible and how transformative and how life-changing working on your body really, really is. You don't even understand it until you're in it, until you're on the other side of it. These are some of the things that come with that. These are some of the things that are hard to articulate, how powerful they are. I will tell you what, me hiring a coach, going to the gym, doing the hard things, doing the fitness thing years ago was one of the best decisions I could have ever made for my family, for my life, for my marriage, for myself, for my friendships, for my extended family, for my relationships, for me as a person. And I am just so proud that I, in a younger version, started to take care of myself when I did. I'm so glad that I started to do this when I did because it allows me to sit here in my butt in my office chair today on this Monday, October 3rd. It's October 3rd, right? Mean Girls Reference. And tell you, man, I'm so proud of who I am. I'm so proud that I got started. I'm so proud to have these skills that I learned, even just by proxy. I didn't go on my fitness journey to learn these skills and now they totally changed my life. It's a really cool thing that I get to do. It's a huge get-to. And so this is just my, my three cents, literally. I was going to say my two cents, but, you know, given the context here, it's my three. These are some things that have greatly changed my life for the absolute best. And I wouldn't be this woman talking to you guys today. I wouldn't be this person if I didn't start. So my encouragement to you today is if you have not yet started your fitness journey, you can. You can do it today. Don't say it's going to be tomorrow. Don't say it's going to be after the new year. Don't say, Just start. Do something where you're at to take a baby step, and move forward in some way, some shape, some form. Do a thing today, okay? Truly, you can start today. Today can be your opportunity. You can be so close to where you dream of being, so much faster than you would have ever imagined if you just begin now. If you are currently on your fitness journey, And you're starting to kind of experience what I'm telling you here of like being able to stay calm no matter what happens, being able to communicate better, to be able to set better boundaries, to be able to move forward anyways. If you're starting to experience that, my word of wisdom to you is to just keep freaking going. Every day that you move forward by doing these things that might seem mundane or routine or boring, you're sharpening these skills, you're getting better and better in your ability. To continue in this way of like to do the hard things, stay regulated, set boundaries all the things, it's only going to get deeper. It's only going to get better. Your skill set's only going to get sharper. And I'm so excited to celebrate you whenever you are truly a person and a mother and a human that you are proud of and that success is all attributed to you. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. If you liked this episode, if anything I said resonated with you here at all, I would so love and greatly appreciate hearing from you over on Instagram at fit. letting me know that you listen to this, letting me know you agree, you disagree, you like it, you don't. If you have something that you want us to chat about in a future episode, let me know. Thank you so, 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 so much for being here. I love you deeply and I will see you next time. Bye guys.